Hello and welcome to the third episode of our summer special, Who Drank It First? Every episode we'll be making a different cocktail while throwing in some fun facts leading up to the second season premiere of Who Ate It First on October 3rd. On October 3rd. You know I love fun facts. You do. So We're all about those fun facts. Yes, they're fun and factual. It's in the name. <laughs> that is correct. Sure is. Well, would you like to know why I have this lovely bottle of 50% alcohol whiskey? Yes, I would love to know. The reason is because we are making today... We are gathered here today... To witness to the Mauwins of Princess Buttercup. <laughs> I'm forgetting the guy's name at the moment. Carrie Hughes, whatever his yeah. character name is. Can't remember at the moment. Anyway, we are gathered here today because we are going to make the whiskey sour. I do have to say something really quick. Okay. Carrie Hughes was in Mission Impossible. He was. And it made me really, really happy. <laughs> I mean, he was in the Netflix movie with Brooke Shields. Yeah, he was. It was good. It was okay. I thought it was really cute. It was corny. He, it's they're supposed to be corny. Netflix's Christmas movies are essentially Hallmark. Anyway, so we're doing whiskey sours because I am a big fan of whiskey and whiskey cocktails in particular. Uh, I usually drink old fashions, but since I do that all the time, maybe not all the time, but sometimes. On occasion when we go out. Yeah, on social occasions. Uh, I wanted to change it up for this episode, so I decided to try something else that is whiskey-based. Nice. And that's why I landed on the whiskey sour. So the recipe that we're going to use to make the whiskey sour today is uh, from the Educated Barfly on YouTube. I found a lot of really great resources from him, actually. Yeah, um, he seems like a chill guy. He seems really cool. Uh, has a big following on YouTube, so definitely check him out if you are curious about any other bartending stuff. I um, watched his intro into cocktail video, and it's by like era, mm -hmm. so you sort of go from prohibition cocktails to modern ones. So it was interesting because you can see essentially drinks develop over time. Mm -hmm. Like this is what we have now, but it developed from this thing yeah we encourage you to go check that out if you are curious about anything else bartending related he has a lot of videos um but yeah the recipe calls for two ounces of 100 proof rye whiskey which is why i have this bottle next to me right now so remind me the trick with the numbers again you divide it okay so 100 proof is 50 percent alcohol okay and you can even see it on the bottle actually it says uh 100 proof and then right under it, it says 50% alcohol. Oh, that's helpful. Yeah. Thank you. you just, you literally just divide it. Why that is, I don't know. I have not looked into that. For some unknown reason, you divide. Yeah. Maybe that will be a mystery that we can solve in the next episode. Okay. I will await with bated breath the answer <laughs> to that question. Uh, 100 proof rye whiskey, two ounces of that. One ounce of lemon juice, half an ounce of orange juice, half an ounce of rich simple syrup one egg white, and Angostura bitters. Going back to the rich simple syrup. I was about to say, excuse me, teacher, please explain to <laughs> I me was gonna get what to that it. is. Yeah. It's very wealthy, let me guess. It is, yes. It is much wealthier than normal simple syrup. Oh, kind of looks see. down upon regular simple syrup. That's so and rude. Yeah, it's, it's kind of rude. Yeah, they don't need to be so pompous. 
<laughs> no, uh, simple syrup. If you make it at home, typically it is equal parts sugar and water. Heat that up to boiling until it's fully dissolved. Then you cool it down. You have simple syrup. I'm assuming you mean white sugar. Yes. Okay. Yeah. White castor sugar, regular plain sugar. I thought you were going to say castrated for some reason. No. <laughs> castor granulated, whatever. Oh, granulated. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think that's the same thing. You know, just your normal everyday good old fashioned sugar. Castrated sugar. Castrated sugar. <laughs> <laughs> rich simple syrup is a two to one um ratio ratio there you go two to one <laughs> ratio <laughs> words that are whiskey hard. kicking in i've had two sips of the whiskey and i uh apparently can't handle it better have another one maybe it'll make you talk straight so it's two cups of sugar and one cup of water same dealio you uh heat it up until it's fully dissolved. What? I said dealio. Deal with it. Oh my God. I'm okay. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> the first printed record of the sour, not the whiskey sour, but the sour drink, because a sour is more than just a whiskey sour. There's lots of different kinds of sours. The first mention of the sour cocktail appeared in the 1862 book, How to Mix Drinks by Jerry Thomas. That sounds like an important book. <laughs> it's pretty straightforward, <laughs> right to the point. Excuse me, librarian. I really need to know about how to like mix a drink. Can you help me find a book? Well, sure. Why don't you just take this How to Mix Drinks book by Jerry Thomas? Wow. It thanks. has everything you need to learn how to mix drinks. Thank you, very Georgian Southern librarian. Wow, you're very, very. <laughs> I'm going all over the place. You're very, very welcome, my lady. I got a little Savannah in there. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Kendall's from Georgia now, apparently. I just have that scene from The Office playing through my head. I want to talk like a little bit of draw, like molasses is just sort of spilling out your mouth or something like that. You should see the gesturing that he's making <laughs> with his hand as he says that. It's the motion of molasses. That's what I'm doing. I'm crying over here. <laughs> this is a special episode. Uh, instead of simple syrup, though, in the book, when he's talking about the sour, uh, he dissolves sugar in a little bit of water before adding the other ingredients, mm. which is also something that I have seen in uh, recipes for old fashions. Mm -hmm. you, a lot of people, it's not a simple syrup. They actually take a sugar cube and uh, break it into a little bit of water at the bottom of the cup before you mix in the rest of the ingredients. I've seen that too, and that looks really fancy. Because mm -hmm. nothing says I'm fancy more <laughs> than a cubed piece of sugar. Yeah, I, I don't know. Do they even sell sugar cubes anymore? Oh, they have to. I've seen them at like brunch and tea parties and Do stuff. Okay, I feel like I haven't seen a sugar cube in 15 years probably. I, I don't think they're like super prevalent. Yeah. I don't think Google, so. can I buy a <laughs> sugar cube? Can I buy sugar cubes? I don't know. <laughs> well, I would imagine so. I think horses like them. Yeah. Or is that a myth? I, I don't know. I'll ask. We'll go ask a people. horse e expert. That's another mystery that we can solve for the I next thought you were just going to say, I'm going to go ask a horse. No. Full stop. <laughs> I'm going to go ask a horse. Mr. Ed. <laughs> I mean, we're in Texas. There's horses everywhere. So it won't take us long to find one to talk to. This episode is cursed. <laughs> the earliest record of a whiskey sour 
was in a Wisconsin newspaper in 1870, which is, if you're following, was eight years after the first mention of the just a sour. The original whiskey sour had three main components to it, a spirit, sugar, and citrus. Um, the egg white that I mentioned in the recipe that we're going to be making is something that came into whiskey sours later. I'm not sure exactly when, I couldn't find an exact date, but it wasn't part of the original recipes of a whiskey sour. Mm, interesting. Do you think it was like the Nestle Toll House myth where it was like, she accidentally <laughs> knocked chocolate into her batter and whammo, it's Maybe, the chocolate yeah. chip recipe. So somebody was like- accidentally put egg white into the cocktail shaker. Oops, did I accidentally <laughs> knock an egg into my glass? Guess I'll try it. Guess I'll just drink it. Turns out it's delicious. Oh, that's yummy in my tummy. Yeah, I like this. Okay, Fat Albert. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> All right, so let's actually make this cocktail. I don't think you need another one. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had one yet. That's the scary thing. That is the scary part. <laughs> so we are first going to pour the lemon juice orange juice, simple syrup, and the whiskey into one of our cups of our cocktail shaker. And then in the other cup, we will add the egg white. Then we're going to put the two cups together as if you were a bartender, you know, how they do. Um, yes, I've seen it before. Yep. And then you're going to shake that up. Uh, there's not going to be any ice in there. It's going to be what's called a dry shake. And you're going to shake that for 15 to 20 seconds. Ironic because liquid is liquid, not dry. I know. I <laughs> I don't know why that's called a dry shake. I'm assuming it just because there's no. It uh, means sans ice. ice yeah. Yeah. But it's, though yes, there is liquid in the cocktail shaker. It's still a misnomer. I'm yeah, just saying. But you're not getting that chuk 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 sound. So right. It just sounds like water sloshing. All right, and then once you've done that for 15 to 20 seconds, you can open it back up, and then you can throw either some ice in there or a large whiskey ice block. And you'll put that into the cup, close it again, and shake it again for a little bit. And mm -hmm. that's going to add a lot of froth and also help to start to dilute your drink a little bit. Mm -hmm. Then once you're done with that, you can pour the drink over a fine mesh strainer into a glass. The reason why you want to use a strainer when you pour this is because there's likely going to be some uh, curdled egg bits in the drink. So mm. this just helps catch those so that it doesn't actually get into the cocktail glass. Yummy! Because you don't want curdled eggs in your cocktail. No, I'd like some cheese with my drink, please. <laughs> so, then you'll top the drink off with some drops of Angostura bitters and enjoy. So we're going to make this real quick and have a drink and we will get back to you. Yay. Just be sure to drink responsibly. Oh, yes. Mm. All right. What do you think? I assumed you were not going to enjoy this because you don't like whiskey. I'm not much of a whiskey person. I will say it's not terrible, but I wouldn't order it, I don't think. Mm -hmm. I'm just not a whiskey person. That's not my spirit of choice. So right. I'm probably not the target audience here. That's fair. Yeah. So, yeah, I totally understand if you don't like it. Um, I think it's really delicious, honestly. I think it's a great drink. Nice and frothy. Even though it's 50% alcohol in it, I think between the, the sugar and the citrus in there as well, it makes it super smooth to me. Yeah, um, I will say it is It is pretty smooth, for yeah. sure. Like, I don't feel like you, 
you don't add ice into the the cocktail glass when you make it. Um, and I really don't think it needs any more ice to help dilute it further because I think it's already nice and really smooth. Mm-hmm. I give this one like a 10 out of 10 because I like this one a lot. Oh, nice. Uh, it's very tasty. I'm a big fan. Nice. Um, and I could have these all the time. So what do you think? Because I know you're not a fan. But what do you give it? And you can give an honest score. Maybe like a five out of 10. Five. I'm surprised you got a five. Yeah, I mean... I think it's pretty well balanced as far as a drink goes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'll knock it half a point just because I have a thing about raw eggs. Yeah, I guess you don't like egg either. I love cooked eggs. I love egg in literally anything. I just have a thing about raw eggs. Yeah. It's just, I know the botulism and the salmonella and stuff. I know it comes from the shell, but especially like here in the States, if you don't wash your eggs off well, I mean, I don't typically wash my eggs before I crack them. I feel like that's kind of weird. But, I mean, that is where the salmonella is, and I know that. I don't wash my eggs, though, so I just, I don't know. I would prefer to consume a raw egg if, you know, at all possible. Yeah. But, um. Whereas I like to live on the edge. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it makes me nervous. I don't, I don't really want food poisoning today, or ever, really. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. I did have food poisoning, like, two weeks ago. Not from eggs, though. Not from eggs, no. We'll never know. It was a mystery. Anyway, um, so maybe a four and a half, just knocking it down a half a point just for my personal preference. Um, But other than that, I feel like it's pretty well balanced and really not shocking. It doesn't hurt your throat or anything. So Nice. Okay. Well, then I think the consensus is if you do enjoy whiskey, then definitely give this one a shot. Um, I think you'll enjoy it a lot. But if you don't like whiskey, then maybe don't worry about this one. <laughs> or you can always just try it. Or, uh, you know, if you don't like whiskey, have a friend make it for you that does like whiskey or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you don't have to buy a whole bottle of 50% alcohol of whiskey. Yeah, just have a friend and then um, just taste theirs when they order it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, I think that will wrap it up for our August episode of Who Drank It First. We will have one more coming at you in September to kind of finish this off before we start our season two of Who Ate It First. Once again, that will be October 3rd. What, 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 We have a lot of fun things planned. Uh, We're trying to come up with some like fun community challenges that are going to hopefully help involve everybody and not just Apple podcast listeners this time. Yes, we're um, trying to be all-inclusive to all of our platforms. Wherever you listen to us, you'll be able to participate in some of these fun things. Yeah, so uh, keep an eye out for that. We'll talk about that a little bit more in our next episode of Who Drank It First. And I did want to say really quick, I'm not sure when the September episode is going up and if we'll have said this beforehand or not, but if you follow us on Instagram, you'll be seeing some pictures of food from Italy. So I we won't be making anything in and around September. We'll just be posting a lot of Italy pictures because we are going to Italy. Oh, yeah. So if you like food pictures, check us out on Instagram <laughs> at who ate it first. All right. I think I'll wrap it up. Uh, oh, do you want to reveal what the next drink will be? Sure. Uh, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing it. I don't speak Portuguese, but we will be making the Caprinha. All right. That'll be a new one for us. Yes, I have never had one. I've seen them on menus, seen them on the Educated Barfly. I'm unsure how to pronounce it. That's probably incorrect. I'm sorry. Um, but yes, it should be 
and experience. Well, thanks everyone for tuning in to our special mini series of Who Drank at First. And we will see you again in September. Bye, everyone.